If you've ever got a student to do something by calling it a game, you might be a teacher. Being a teacher sometimes means finding ways around limitations, problems, or struggles to keep things on track. We learn to improvise and adapt. But when it comes to teaching language arts in our school, we don't have to find workarounds. Loyola Press took the long view when they created Voyages in English, the brilliant K-8 language arts program. The fundamentals of grammar and writing that students learn enable them to become effective writers, which can help improve performance on standardized tests and grow into successful communicators. The flexible framework of Voyages in English is adaptable to any teaching style and any student's abilities. With practice, the mechanics build in complexity over time. It just all works together. Visit voyagesinenglish.com to learn more, then order a sample. With Voyages in English, there are no crazy workarounds, just solid help for today's language arts teachers. Catholic Teachers Lounge with Jill and Colleen. Welcome to the Catholic Teachers Lounge, the only podcast by Catholic school teachers for Catholic school teachers. I'm Jill. I'm here with Colleen. We are grateful to be together again to laugh and connect. Thank you to Loyola Press for sponsoring us and for you, the teachers, for doing what you do every day. Colleen, sometimes I hear an idea and it's so crazy. Like, I don't even know if it's real. And (laughs) (laughs) And I think you have insight on this. And our Facebook community is definitely aware of this because it was a funny exchange we had in our Facebook group. So if you're not yet in the Facebook group, it's Catholic Teachers Lounge on Facebook. Um, You can find us there. But what's fun is uh, the, the Loyola Press group sometimes puts some questions in here. And so they asked everyone in this Teachers Lounge, uh... It says, we would love to hear about one of the most memorable lessons you've ever taught. Why is it so memorable? Let us know in the comments. And so it's just kind of fun to read people's um, comments on things. But the funny one came from Courtney Smith. She's a principal, I know. Um, She was a successful elementary teacher. And then she became the principal um, at St. Patrick's School in Portland, Michigan. And I'm just going to read her response because, Colleen, I think you know a lot more about this than I do. So let me just tell you the exchange. And then you're just going to take it from here because I don't even know what to do with this. So okay. Courtney says, praying mantis life cycle. Okay, so first of all, all I can think about is um, at Cedar Point, <laughs> Cedar Point uh, roller coaster, there's a mantis. Like, like all I, I have no, I have no life experience with a praying mantis You've except for seen one? a roller coaster named praying mantis if she was from a different part of the country i'd think like i don't know what she's even talking about i don't know what that is (laughs) so i clearly don't know much of anything all right so courtney's answer says praying mantis life cycle and purchasing the kit to hatch them every first grader got a nymph to raise name feed and water on their desk then after several weeks they take them home to release I was like, what? As, as I'm like, that's terrifying. And she's like, no, it was amazing. Af- then after they released them at home, they would have sightings of them in their yard and watch them grow. And then she oh said the gosh. worst part was, um, she said the worst part was me having to breed, yes, breed wingless fruit flies to feed to the praying mantis. So I don't know. I Do you have experiences with this, Colleen? Okay. Here's the thing. Like we never had a class pet. 
when I was growing up. I have no oh, experience sorry. with like any animals in any of my classrooms. Um, I never, I never even got to dissect anything. Like I have what? no, I, no, I think like we dissected a worm or something that is not like real dissection. I'm, you know what I mean? So I'm, wow, I'm a little, I'm sorry. Little we got to do a do over, do over for Colleen. You need to go back. Oh my gosh. But okay. Growing praying mantis nymphs. What? I'm Googling this right now as we're talking because I don't even know. I can't believe you didn't Google it because (laughs) as you're talking, I'm thinking in my head, I bet she looked it up to see if these things still even exist. That's what I was thinking that you had already done. Um, Because we need to get a kit. We need to do this. So um, as you look it up, you tell me and I'm going to get it. We have these. I got, oh my gosh. Yeah. I don't. Oh, I don't know if I've seen those. I'm sure they're around, but are they dangerous? Fruit flies though. No, they're not dangerous. Oh my gosh. They're the coolest things. I used to get them on my porch when I lived in Indianapolis. That's where that's, I never saw them growing up in Illinois, but yeah, I saw them certainly in Indianapolis where, where I lived. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh. That is so cool. They can be. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't want to think about this. In my head, it's like a grasshopper, but it's bigger and I don't yeah, really know. Yeah. Yeah. They're, no, they're not scary. No, you must be thinking of like some horror movie or something where like I'm thinking of the roller coaster at Cedar Point, which is a, it's a scary roller coaster. So in my head, I'm like, yeah, the fierce praying mantis. Um, okay. Well, that's interesting. I'm going to be outside looking for praying mantis. But I, this whole thing, I just applaud all teachers who take on these extra things, right? Nowhere in your curriculum standards does it say to grow praying mantis in your room. No. Like, so, so shout out to all of you who have this passion for something. I'm sure you don't do all the things and all the crazy ideas. No one should, but you have like your thing that's unique because you're into it and you understand it and you feel like it's really good for kids. So these are the, the, I love this type of idea on the podcast because it's going to make someone, um, find like, how do I do this for my classroom? And obviously we live in a part of the country that you can release them. So it has to be something that makes sense for where you live and for your um, environment. We don't need invasive species in the wrong parts of the country, but Mm -hmm. I'm wondering, there must be others who do ideas like this. So shout out to Courtney Smith on this one. And I loved having different classroom pets um, as a kid, although I was terrified of chameleons. I, okay. I really just don't like and animals what? and I feel terrible about I that because I know we're like oh. I don't like St. Francis and like Lodato Sea and all these things like I appreciate creation but I have like a deathly fear of snakes lizards like I don't think I could live somewhere that would have a lizard like I, I don't live somewhere where there are any and I don't think I can see um I wish you could all see Colleen's face right now she's very disgusted I with got me. lizards in my <laughs> house like I don't get it they're adorable oh, oh I can't even visit you now like Colleen, I can't geckos. even the, Come on. the thought of a gecko <laughs> chameleon something running across the room terrifies so me no nope. no I'm sorry I'm sorry God like this is just a part of creation I can't get into and so when I saw praying mantis I was a little terrified and I still am now that I've Googled it. But I'm wondering, um, I was scared when I was a kid, I was in first or second grade and, uh, my teacher, my, it was second grade. I remember the teacher, Mrs. Weirich's classroom. She had some, 
it must have been their color to chameleon, like the color changing and their tails fall off. Yeah. And my seat was by them and I couldn't, like, I could not think. And I remember asking her if I could be moved and she totally just, she was very loving, but she kind of dismissed me. And then my mom came in a few days later and was like, I need you to know, like Jill really is terrified every day. Like she can't, she can't sit right here. So they moved me and I, it's just been a lifelong something. I don't know. That is so funny. Like I knew someone when I was younger who had, um, you know, I like to say it's an irrational fear, but you know, when you're afraid of something, it's rational to you. Right. So it was like this fear. (laughs) Thank you for validating me. Right. Yeah. I don't want to say it's irrational. I don't get it, but, um, but I don't want to call it irrational, but I knew someone that was afraid of moths and I'm like, what do you mean? They're like little tiny butterflies. Like what is so scary about this? I don't totally don't get it. I, I love lizards, but I live in the Southwest where I know lizards are like really they're a fantastic part of the the life cycle here we have a lot of outdoor cats and cats will eat lizards but lizards eat cockroaches and in the southwest like that's a really important thing you're never coming here are you you're never this coming this would be here. a great episode on video because the faces we're making at each other are like our gold so i wish everyone could see us in the lounge right now i could not be eating my lunch right now by the way this is not a lunch friendly episode about the praying mantis okay but well, so I'm just, wondering, could you could you grow like lizards in your class? Like, is this a thing? I would have Can lizards you- in my classroom. Yeah, I would have lizards in my classroom. But like, let's talk about there. Sh- there are some things you should not have as class pets, and I, I really don't think that um, snakes. I think a lot of kids are afraid of snakes. I don't. I don't yeah. think kids should be afraid in a class, even though there are plenty of snakes that are wonderful and, and not harmful. I don't think that there should be something in the room people are afraid of. Um, tarantulas are. They are not. They're not um, aggressive spiders, but a lot of people are afraid of, I'm afraid of furry spiders. I'm not sure I could focus worrying that it might get out of the cage. You know what I mean? <laughs> Even though rationally, I know that they yeah, are not that aggressive. That was me yeah, with the lizard, matter. right? Yeah. <laughs> like we can't just make the list of everything we're afraid of and say that's not allowed in classrooms. But I'm wondering like, but I do feel more comfortable if it's a science room or like a bigger room uh-huh. or you're going somewhere yep. and there's like a lab and a classroom and you just feel like... It's not distracting you. But I also, I mean, I had a middle school teacher. She had a rabbit and she it was hopping around the room. And we learned a lot about caring for animals that way. I think we've done episodes on this, on, you know, the therapy dogs and, and all of that. So I... Would you have a rat in a classroom? <laughs> Ooh, I don't yeah, think I, I like that, that idea. Had a rat. Okay, all right. Never mind. But what I want to okay, so before the bell rings on us, I want to say that is having the classroom pet is different from what this idea was, which everyone gets one on their desk and then they go release yeah. them. So it reminds me of like monarch butterfly releasing and all this yes. talking about endangered species and what is our what is our role in creation. So there's a lot we can do here from a Catholic point of view to talk about what is natural. Um, habitat and which ecosystems have which animals and then how do we uh, how do we release and not impose our own um, like we we have to work with creation and so how can we contribute in a positive way to that so I loved that and I loved I googling loved this that conversation. that was fantastic yes this was awesome yeah thanks, thanks so for the great thank idea. you truly yeah thank you truly for the energy boost today because we love exploring your ideas affirming your efforts and laughing in this lounge so keep the suggestions coming in and tune into our next episode as we talk about more great ideas from fellow teachers we'll see you next time.